This is Jeff Leoteau of Loquay TV. I'm having a podcast recording with Raymond Richard. Can you tell me a story about something that you felt that nobody could ever convince you you hadn't just provided extreme value? It's a young man. Never forget it. We called him hitters in the streets, meaning he'll use a gun quick. And he got into a confrontation. And when the confrontation arose, everybody was afraid because they knew that this young man was about to shoot. And God put me there at that present time. And he sent me. When he sent me, he looked at me and I looked at him. I said, what's going on? He said, man, sit come here. Now me being from the streets, what they call an OG, he respected me and he came to me and he talked to me and I found out what was going on. So in other words, God gave me the tools to diffuse what could have been a tragedy. The outcome was nobody died that day. He didn't use his gun that okay. day and he used his head. What we, many of us don't understand is the children don't know how much you know. They want to know how much you care. Mm -hmm. And that's what Brothers Stand Together is all about. Did you also feel a sense of humility? Yes, because you always, in order to diffuse any situation, one must humble himself first in order to exalt God. You can't diffuse any situation or anything without God. Doing this, I knew. <laughs> that one, if I can just reach him, because I can see the pain in his eyes, because I had that same pain. Yeah, you pain had that same pain. You recognized up. it. Yeah. And I seen the loneliness, I seen the bitterness, I seen the resentment, yeah. and the anger. And then the yeah. three pieces I'm going to talk about, okay. the piece that I do is called resentment, anger, and violence. I was resentful that my father left. I was angered because nobody came to my moms and, and my brothers and sisters and myself rescue, I felt like. And then the violence. So when I got yeah. of age, I committed acts of violence, but I was only crying out. My soul was crying out. Wow. Their souls are crying out. And we have to be men and women of God. We have to be able to receive and understand that. What else haven't you told me that you would like to tell me? When I started using heroin, it was too fitting in. And I lived to use and use to live, and it came so rapid to where it's, I winded up living under Lord Walker Drive. I said, Lord, if you take this away from me, you never have to worry about me again. And you know, the Bible said, be careful what you ask for, right? And so when I said that, I was going on my last run, and that was my sixth and final time I ever went to the penitentiary. So in the penitentiary, I said, I ain't going to come out the same way I came in. I can't keep doing this. How did you know it was real? My mindset changed. The you... way I started to think, start thinking how I dressed things, how I started to prepare what I was going to do with my life. You had to because you have time. And see, the Bible said God bring, put you in places in order so you can hear him. So you can hear, hear him, him only. Okay. The confidence is like, Oh, you just, it's undescribable the feeling that God had gave me and, and 
and I stood up and I was just a warrior. I, I knew I was a warrior for Christ then. I knew that no matter what I was going to do, I was going to die on the battlefield. And I told God, if you save my life, I, was, I dedicate my life to saving as many lives as I can save. Oh, okay. It was Saul becoming Paul on the road to Damascus. I was delivered. I was delivered from drugs, gangs, violence, and uh, that way of living. By grace. By the twins, the grace and the mercy. My new challenge was to save as many lives as I can save. When I came home, I came home volunteering. Was this, did it take you to finish your penitentiary time and everything else? So was it, about, in the how long, a year altogether? So I, I had, I had, no, I had... Um, 18 months, four years, they gave me 18 months. Okay, so you had 18 months plus three months in Cook County. So we're talking about two years. Two years. So now Just you're back on the street. So now, inside, we're doing Bible studies. I'm studying scriptures. Okay, I'm you're learning you're, you're the, the world. Real man. I'm understanding because one can read and not understand. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not only am I reading it, I'm learning and I'm understanding what God has in yeah. store okay. and what He expects from us, right? Okay. So as we dialoguing in there, um, I'm, I'm in recovery, yeah. of course. Yeah. I'm learning the disease and why the disease attacked me and why I was I'm so open to it that I couldn't I couldn't combat it because yeah. it was cunning, baffling, and powerful. So. I had to learn that you had to have some spirituality. Yeah, you had to have In that. order to combat that. Like I tell people all the time, my best efforts couldn't have did this. So no, I know there's a God. Couldn't have done it. You know, that's why you know there is a God. That's how I know there's a God. And you can't You saved me. every time. Would you say that it is a miracle that you are alive? Yes, it is a miracle. I am. Like I tell them all the time, if you ever want to see a miracle, you're looking at one. My face is reconstructed. They had to reconstruct and put my face back together, living this lifestyle, you know. So when I tell you God's grace and his mercy, the twins, oh, my God, and how grateful I am for God saving and changing my life. And people just will never get the full understanding of what he has done for me and so many others and what he can do for those who are not yet followers, if only they will submit. So you're doing a ministry here. We well, work, you tell me. We tell work us. with men and women coming home from, from prison, okay. which we use the terminology. We no longer use ex-con or ex-felon okay. Okay. because an ex is unknown and a convict is still doing time. Okay. And if I'm sitting here with you, I am neither. I am a returning citizen becoming a productive member of society okay. because you're returning to a society in which you let defeat you. And we work with you 14 to 24 Helping them become productive members of society too, okay. because I can remember when I was a teenager okay. and I was looking for that mentor. Who better can Makes do it sense. than somebody who's been through it? Grassroots organization, you know, um, we look for people to partner with, and as well as collaborate with, that are dedicated to the cause. And every time we save a life, God gets the glory. Yeah. And that's what we're here to do, glorify yeah. God and show yeah. God, yeah. yes, yeah. Lord, I failed you and I failed you a thousand times, but I want to glorify you, I want to amplify you, I want you to know that you are. We work with the aldermen, local officials, police, companies. We take on them all, but we ask them, ask yourself first, are you committed 
to mm-hmm. dealing with the men and women that's come home from prison, returning yeah. citizens, as well as the, the troubled youth. Yeah. Because this is no easy work. If you're looking to get paid, you're in the wrong place. Because it's only through God's grace and mercy. And I tell people, I don't know. I use this term, Jeff. I don't know. I just know. I walked on faith. Yeah. Because I was returning citizen, and we were in and out of these re-entry programs, but it wasn't nothing facet actually around the men and women coming home from prison. It was all a numbers game. Out of the 30 people, how many jobs you got for them? You might have got two. How many people you got IDs? You might have got three. How many people that you actually found housing for? Mm-hmm. Zero. Mm-hmm. So what effectiveness are you really having? None. It's all Indeed. a numbers game. We call it the numbers game. Yeah. And so we as returning citizens get, get so fed up with that, going to this, oh, you come here, fill this out, you get a job, and only to get a job to be let go 30 days later after they run your background. So Brothers Stand Together is partnered with Cabrini Green Legal Aid, Okay. And what we do with the returning citizens, once they come home, we help them and take them step by step, helping to get their records either expunged, sealed, or in some cases, have to have a whole pardon. We also help with ID, birth certificates, clothing, and we're working on a piece now for housing. We are partnered with Excel into Independence, and we do job readiness training, just as well as job assistance. But what is what does all that consist of? Because I had to learn all this when I came home myself. Because if you just give me a job, then I got a job and I'm making ten to twelve dollars an hour. But where is my mindset? So that's where you have mentorship as well. And we have meetings. So each mentor is responsible for five youth as well as five returning citizens. I see. And they help them with various needs. So that's the mission. But in all, we have to change the mindset, change their thinking, because their perception of life once was is not now. And we have to help them to see that. So we have to put hope back into hopelessness and be a voice for the voiceless. And that's the mission of Brothers Standing Together. How can other people, what can we tell them about brothers standing together? Is there a phone number they can call if they want help if they're in Chicago? Yes. What number uh, do they call? 773-658-5270. Okay. Or you can email us at www.brotherstandtogether09.com. Okay. That's the website, and the email is also brotherstandtogether09 at gmail.com. Okay. God bless you. God bless you as well.